gets this about. It can't be. What the hell's going on? Look at the eyes of Boxley. Moxley shaking his head, no! This can't be! That's who I think it is. I I'd like to get my ass out of here. I'm afraid of this human. Oh my God, Minoru Suzuki! There is no I never thought. Look at them kids. Google it. I never thought I would hear Kaze Nina Ray in all elite wrestling, but here we are. The forbidden door has been blasted open. He's been a shoot fighter. He's a practitioner of many disciplines of martial arts, but he's known in the locker room, ladies and gentlemen, as one man you do not trifle with. A student of the late Billy Robinson from the Snake Pit in Japan. Minoru Suzuki! I had breakfast with him one time in Tokyo and I was afraid of you. <laughs> I don't blame you. You talk to all the old timers. They have many things to say about Mr. Mr. Suzuki here. Squared up on Darby's carcass. Darby, Darby quickly went to the corner for a little refuge. You know, when Punk joined us on commentary for AEW Rampage this past Friday night, he, he joked about his conditioning. He said, That's Chenny, welcome back. Punk said his, his conditioning will be the biggest at Darby's level. Yeah, it's, it's inexplicable, his conditioning. Nice and basic, side that lock. Five look from the left side, except one an orthodox. Darby engaging in some hand fighting, grabs the hammer lock. It's behind Punk, you can see, keeping his head close to Punk's back, and Darby follows him through. Coming quickly. You can almost hear Darby's feet start to run towards him, pound towards him. And he got that back elbow in. Hard slam. Advantage comes into play. Punk is not a behemoth, but he's got that size advantage over Darby. Now this makes Darby carry some of that Punk weight. Tackle. Yeah, that's because of the speed of Darby. Nice leapfrog by Punk. Darby goes for the trip. Punk avoids contact. The pace quick as Whoa! Whoa! Darby realized. Sometimes you know something's coming, but there's just not a damn thing you can do about it. You can tell Darby's been doing his homework on CM Punk. Being a unique cat. Uh, he's a And as Tony Schiavone alluded to, you can bet he's watched so much CM Punk matches, he's probably sick of it by yeah. now. As we say, Jim, and, and really, with Darby's concerned, great student of the game. Yes. See Punk keeping his head close to Darby's. Yeah, trying to... He's driving his chin right down to his temple is what he was doing. Yeah, he's trying to 
Avoid Darby from losing control of Darby, oh. but he did lose control in Darby. There's that around. unpredictability. And speed, JR. Look at this speed. The coffin's executed his Irish whip right there. Oh, my God. All it was. Ring post. It was Darby's back that hit that squared off side of the ring post. It's flat. They could bow and arrow, but Darby recognizes it. He's, he's reaching for the ropes. CM Punk has not missed a beat, has he? Seven years, like he never stepped away from it. His heart is here, is that man. His passion is here. He's all CM Punk. And Punk, he lost control of the pace a few times, but for the most part has been dictating it. He's about to lose control there while CM Punk is... Uh, we know Darby Allen has maybe the highest pain threshold in all of professional wrestling. But he has tremendous stamina as well. Punk abandoned ship goes through, went for the abdominal stretch. Darby comes over the top stunner! Yeah, he's picked up the pace. And here. the code red! One, two, no! Darby looking for the coffin drop. His finishing. Oh! Shove Darby off that coffin drop position. Back some Darby Oh my god! Own momentum after the GTS oh, carried him out of bounds. Punk comes in advantage. Oh! There's another knee for Darby. <laughs> and this time. Punk may have been playing possum there a little bit. I'm not sure. We'll find out as yeah. we go. Yeah. They'll go right to the throat. Another one. Third, point of the elbow, finding their it's a rightful home on the face and neck of CM Punk. And shot it. And the crowd rises. Big thoughts here. To their feet as Darby Allen. God. Pop and drop here. Uh-oh. And just Punk lured him in. That's the veteran, the strategist. Oh, but Darby Allen. Tough spot for Darby Allen. Go to sleep on Darby. Look at the last supper. He's got him in his game. Oh, big. Oh. oh, wow. What snap can for Poison Rana? Oh, Punk's got a caught. Go to sleep. Oh, that got him. Are you finally starting to understand, Chicago? Best in the world this, best in the world that. I don't care if you have hometown heroes. I don't care where you came from. No one is on my level. 
absolutely no one. I've proven it day in, day out, month in, month out, year in, year out, and it doesn't matter where I go. But one thing's for sure, when it comes to this AEW belt, the only people that would ever have a chance to beat me, ever, are either not here, they're already tired, or they are already dead. Remember what you did to me. Oh no! Cole just took out Jungle Boy. Why would he kick Jungle Boy? Well, I don't believe what I'm seeing. Learn your answers, Tony. This is astonishing. What a turn of events. Of the almighty Steve Urkel. Did I do that? You really believed me, didn't you? You really thought I was scared? This guy's one of our best friends. Tell him, Adam. Who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? Boys and girls, it's official. The Elite is the most dominant faction in the history of this business. And ain't no chance in hell anyone's gonna stop us. Now that's what I call a happy ending. So really, the only thing I've got left to do is what I do best, and that's send the crowd home happy. So without any further adieu, I must bid you goodbye and good night.
Wesley. And business is picked up in AEW. All the days that lie ahead. And Omega flees! Champions coming first. Cause we don't 
Sitting on the second place, I'm the one that's Hello, the welcome back. You're listening to the PWC Presents AEW All Out Review Show. Uh, we got a full full house tonight, man. It's it's me, that's Christopher Ams, AMBS, like bullshit in the morning, or uh, lambs with Noel if we're talking in PG land. Um, I'm here with my, my everyday co-host, Jimmy T. Jimmy, what's up with Australia? What's crackalackin', man? I'm good. Other than that, I'm still in lockdown, Ben. Screw you, Daniel Andrews, I just have to say. <laughs> but other than that, I'm, I'm great, Chris. Yeah, screw that guy. You know what? As a matter of fact, screw all the people who run our countries. Uh, so that's, so that's, you got me, you got Jimmy, you got, uh, well, next up, we've got Philadelphia's own Kevin Panetta, uh, who you all know from the uh, Monday Night Machismo. Kev, how you doing, bud? Doing amazing. Glad to be here with you guys. Thanks for joining us. And of course, you know, I left the I left the uh, the main event for last year as we've got, uh, you know, just the uh, the boss of bosses, the king of kings, the uh, the Don Omega himself. Um, Jargo, Michael Jargo is joining us. Jargo, how you doing, man? I'm the king of kings. uh, (laughs) Here uh, to talk some uh, all out. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It's a pleasure to be here. I figured I'd jump on for a few minutes and uh, talk a little bit about the uh, craziness that ensued after the show last night. Part of the show, after the show, whatever. People are calling this the greatest pay per view of the last 20 years. Obviously, they weren't at all in. Um, but it was a really, really good show, and I'm anxious to uh, kind of talk about the status of AEW going forward. Absolutely, sounds good. Well, let's let's get into it then. You want to talk about what happened after the show? First of all, I just want to give a little shout out to the fact that the main event of tonight's show, which people are calling one of the biggest pay-per-views of all time, was two Canadians. I'm just I'm just putting that out there. The main event was two Canadians, uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, Kenny Omega goes over in the main event. Um, And uh, he goes over in the main event. Uh, The elite come out. They beat up Christian. Uh, Kenny takes the mic. He says, the only people who could possibly beat me uh, are either not here, they're retired, or they're already dead. To which every single person who's ever watched uh, being the elite knew what was coming up next. Uh, Cue Adam Cole, who comes down to the ring... It looks like he's going to get in Omega's face, and then he super kicks Jungle Boy in the elbow. Now, I say he super kicks him in the elbow because when you watch it on replay, that's exactly where that kick landed, which made me wonder, can Adam Cole kick higher than Jungle Boy's elbow? Just putting that out there. (laughs) Well, maybe he can. Maybe. We'll see. Now he's got a chance to really shine in AEW. Um he takes the mic. He says some nonsense. There's nothing to his his uh, promo. And then uh, cue Flight of the Valkyries, uh, which, I mean, De- Brian Danielson enters to absolute thunder. I mean, the, the pop that this guy got was... I, mean, I personally think that this was bigger than when CM Punk returned. I really think that this crowd Ooh. lost their shit. Um, he comes down. He comes down to the ring. He helps up the Express... Uh, they beat up the elite and the faces stand tall to send home the show. So, guys, let's talk about it. Jago, go for it, man. 
I, where do you even begin, right? I mean, a couple of years ago, going into the first StarCast, Rick and I had an opportunity to sit down and interview Eric Bischoff. And Eric Bischoff told us that the secret to Monday Nitro was on every show, you want to do one and a half things because that's all the audience is going to remember. Over the course of this show, we saw the return of the butcher. We saw the debut of Ruby Soho. We saw Minoru Suzuki. We see an incredible match between the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros. We get Adam Cole. We get Brian Danielson. What's the story coming out of this show? What are we supposed to be buzzing at at the water cooler today other than, <laughs> oh, my God, what an incredible show, right? But, like, as good as that show was, what are people going to remember from a show with so many memorable things? It, it, it's, it's like sensory overload. Jargo, there, uh, so much stuff happened. You didn't even mention uh, CM Punk's return match. That's so much stuff happened. Right. Yeah. Exactly what you're saying. Well, it's like the CM Punk return match is like the third biggest story on this show. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely, I agree. And what's crazy though, Jago, didn't we call this? Didn't we say it's going to be an orgy on the, on the Hitting the Marks Wrestling Podcast? Did we not say this? That imagine well, if AEW actually <laughs> bring everybody in, everybody will be blowing their loads, literally. Yeah. Yeah, that, and, and I, I saw, um, oh, the, the, the big guy that uh, Cody had a match with at the last pay-per-view who's injured. Right. His name escapes me at the moment. But he said that he came in his pants twice. <laughs> like, literally, that's what he said on Twitter. And it's just like, you know, and now we're seeing uh, that there's reports out that Vince McMahon called an emergency creative yep. meeting today, that there was a full roster meeting today. Um, it, this felt like a shot. Like this felt like Lex Luger showing up on Monday Nitro. Like, the, and, but it, I mean, granted, it took the whole show to equal Lex Luger, but it, it felt like this was a shot at WWE. Like, hey, you may not view us as competition, but um, we've got but the guy coming. who main evented WrestleMania, the longest running NXT champion, CM Punk wrestling his first match in seven years. We already have, you know, the elite talent inside of the pro wrestling world. Maybe at some point you should kind of wake up and recognize what's going on here. Careful, yeah. please. No, this was th this was exactly that message. This was the okay. If you don't see us as as competition, fine. But then get out of the fucking way because we're coming for your throat. Um, well, absolutely. But if it wasn't a time where AEW stamped their flag down, it was last night, man. They definitely stamped the flag down and said we've arrived. And heck, Vince McMahon, I'm talking to you. If they're not competition now, I don't know what is. I guess the, one the thing question is, was it too much? Did they do too much on that show last night? I think they did, Jago. Uh, I mean, I mean, listen, I, I think that they did a lot on the show, but I, I'm uh, spoiler alert here because I know Jargo is going to take off, you know, relatively soon here. But Jargo, like you and I do not agree about that cage match. I hated it. Um, I, I didn't find it to be memorable at all. It's not something that's going to stick with me for more than 13 seconds. Um, 
I wasn't super impressed with Punk's return match. It was a solid match. I'm not I'm not dissing the guy, but it wasn't memorable in the same way. I don't care at all about Ruby Soho. I don't care much about Adam Cole. Daniel like Brian Danielson being back in like a ring other than the WWF WWE is that's huge to me. That's big news. That to me is the only thing that's really truly memorable about this pay-per-view. The the problem is as you look at the AEW landscape currently as it stands, there's all this cool stuff going on, but none of it has to do with the show. Like yeah. what is the, the the championship programs coming out of this show? What is the narrative of the show going forward? To me, that's what's really important. And Jimmy, like we were talking last night offline a little bit, Dynamite right. Rampage, what are they going to do to follow this up? What are they going to do to establish, you know, you have to watch this TV show. Yeah. What are they going to do going forward? And that, to me, is the most intriguing part because it sure seemed like we're going to have Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks going forward, which, I don't know, that... that program doesn't do a whole lot for me i mean at this point luchasaurus is becoming more of a liability to me than it is anything <laughs> absolutely else. um you're, you're gonna have adam cole and daniel bryan going forward which is cool but you know we saw it on smackdown so how much do i really care and so we, i can only assume hangman page is going to be on his way back so we pick back up the hangman and omega program which leaves what CM Punk and MJF? Is that where we're going next? Possibly. I think that'd be a great feud. But before I continue, Kev, get your thoughts in, man. Uh, well, the one thing AEW has going right now is that they have the unpredictability factor. That's something uh, WWE's been missing for a long time. Like uh, Jargo was saying, too, it's stuff that doesn't always necessarily... Which is detriment to the show did you lose me yeah for a second but continue on yeah so i was saying like like that is kind of detrimental because it's they're not necessarily adding heat to the stories it's all about the surprises and what may happen eventually down the road so it's, well, it's, it's their just, greatest asset and uh for now it hurts a little bit well i just want to say first of all i am disappointed bitterly actually disappointed that Daniel, oh sorry, Brian Danielson did not come out to Europe's final countdown. That was <laughs> that was just they lost money there, man. Seriously, in my opinion. But whatever, it is what it is. Apparently, it's, Europe charges like fifty grand every time they play that. That's why they didn't use it. Well, if TK's got it. billions of dollars, I mean, I'm sure you can <laughs> afford it. But anyway, but also, I want to point out, Punk's debut was kind of disappointing disappointing but to be honest i wasn't expecting too much anyway yeah and as far as adam cole baby right um look it was cool seeing him back with with the bucks and kenny i, I kind of like that because you know i was always watching being the elite back then and when he died which was hilarious but he's back but damn man did wb drop the ball or what they absolutely well, dropped the I ball mean, did they so, though because, I mean, like, Adam Cole does not fit into a WWE context. Brian True. Danielson does not fit into a WWE context. We're talking about professional wrestlers, and they don't want professional wrestlers. They want sports entertainers. They want Happy Corbin. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, happy Corbin, all right, exactly. But but the thing is, I mean, and, and like you said, Jago, they've shat their load, man, big time here. They could have saved some of these debuts for Dynamite or even Rampage. You know what I mean? I, I don't know why they had to blow their load right off the bat, but I well, guess, you know. I mean, Sorry, and the dude. other thing that I have been considering, there, well, there's a couple of different aspects I've been looking at this from. Number one, if I'm Ring of Honor, I'm sitting in a corner crying somewhere. Because, you know, <laughs> that could have been them. Um, oh, absolutely. But number two, if I'm if I'm WWE right now, did you guys see the video that was Kofi Woods, uh, Cesaro, and Seth Rollins reacting to CM Punk's debut? No, no, actually, I haven't. They mark the fuck oh, out. It You're like, kidding, dude. Like you've never seen in your freaking life. It's ridiculous. But as <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself as I'm watching the show, what are those guys thinking? What What is Tyler Black thinking? What is Claudio <laughs> Castanello thinking? You know, what is Kevin Steen thinking? What is El Generico thinking down, you know, sitting with the orphans in Tijuana? Like, <laughs> what... What is kind of the thinking backstage at WWE today after you see a show like that? I'll tell you one thing. I'll be doing an emergency meeting involves Vinny. I mean, seriously, this is this is crazy. And if they all really marked out, that's just oh, crazy. Oh, I'll send man. you the video. It's insane. Please. That's crazy, man. But as far as, uh, you know, Claudio Costagnoli and, uh, you know, Tyler Black. Finn Balor. <laughs> Kevin Steen. Oh yeah, sorry, Prince Devitt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody with oh, a creative mind, Nakamura. why would they want to stay there? Nakamura, exactly. Yeah, well, that's right. Why would they want to be there? Especially Anybody Shinsuke, like mind. you said. Sorry, sorry, Kev. Anybody with a creative mind that needs to feed their creative juices, why would they not want to go to AEW right now? At least their voice is heard. Can, yeah. can I venture an answer to that question? Go for Money? It, sure. Well... I mean, first of all, the money, sure. But I mean, I, I think that actually TK is pretty close to competing with the money right now. Like, I don't, I don't think that Vince was going to offer Punk much more money than TK was. And um, I, I mean, I really, I really think that in terms of money, they're they're pretty close at this point. But the other reason is with all of these stars, all of these people showing up. Now you've got you just you know you had Christian, you've got Punk, you've got Big Show, you've got. Um, Chris Jericho, you've you've got uh, you've got Adam Cole, you've got uh, C, you know, CM Punk, you got Matt Miro. Hardy, you got Miro, you got all these guys showing up. You've got all these guys who are very talented people. Who, yeah, you you see them debut and you pop, right? Dan, you know Brian Danielson. Holy shit! I mean, that was an appropriate holy shit chant. Um, that, not something that happens very often in pro wrestling. A holy shit chant that I didn't go get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so great. Right. Great. But they only have three hours a week to fill. That's true, yep. man. No, you're, you're spot on. And and look, I'll tell you what my biggest mark out moment was, and that was Minoru Suzuki, but we'll get to that in a moment. But because that was cool. And we called that also. You called it, Jago. I mean, and we said that sort of like jokingly, but it happened, <laughs> ironically. But, um, but, but in saying that, look, there's no denying AEW right now is the hottest promotion in the world. You got it. I'm sure you guys agree with that, right? I mean, the momentum with them is absolutely through the roof. Yeah, it's I agree. I kind of wish some of my favorite guys signed there instead of stayed with the company. 
I wish Randy Orton would have went there. How hot the company's looking right now. Well, Sorry, Jenna, and, 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 I, it's hard to argue that. But, I mean, the other thing that's coming up, too, um, clearly we know we have the, the Vince takeover of NXT, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> you know, so you can you can also be looking at guys like what's Tommaso Ciampa's future? What's yeah. Johnny Gargano's future? What's Pete Dunne's future? Um, we, we saw the filing today that they're blowing up the withholding company for NXT UK. The show is still there, but for how long? There's going to be a ton of talent over there that's going to be looking for new jobs at Pitt the European wrestling scene. Um, I, there, there's, It's a very, very interesting time for AEW. That's absolutely certain. But like you said, Chris, there's only so much TV time. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, and I love those guys that you mentioned from NXT too, like like Dunn and Ciampa and Gargano. Hello? I mean, all three of those guys are absolutely fantastic talents who can just go. Hello? I mean, they can flat out have match of the year type matches, but like how? How are you going to get everybody in three hours? Yo, Jaga, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm back. All right, now, good. And shout out to the, pro- to the professor. What's cracking, man? But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, this this is look, it's 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 an amazing wave that AEW is riding right now. I mean, it, it, it's it's pretty surreal how quick the company is kind of uh, growing because if they're not careful, if they're not careful, man, can we possibly get another WCW happening? You know what I mean? I mean, they just the thing about TK, he's just got to relax a little bit, man. Well, I mean, that's yeah. the thing is, like, right now they've got lightning in a bottle. The problem is, how do you sustain it? Right, absolutely. And they're not known to sustain things properly lately, man. I mean, and I, and I don't even expect Dynamite and Rampage to be that great this week. But I hope I'm wrong, you know what I mean? Because, really, they should be following this, like, and it should write itself out. And as far as Hangman Page goes... I feel sorry for him, man. I, I'm not sure. Like I said, I've always said he's in limbo, but doesn't it feel like he goes even lower down the pecking order? It depends on how you pair everybody else off. Right. I mean, Chris, I mean, what's your opinion? I mean, I think Paige is one of the absolute, like, stars. I think he's, like, he's one of these guys who's, you know, he's not AEW original, right? Because, I mean, he was on the... You know, he's on a hundred other shows beforehand, but for all intents and purposes, for the general audience, he's an AEW original. Well, he's a guy who is, right. he's a guy who should be elevated and he should eventually have a really good run. But my question is, is he Goldberg or is he Eddie Guerrero? That's my question. Is is he gonna be the guy that the company actually pushes? Or is he going to be the guy who gets held down so long that he eventually says, fuck it, I'm out? Good question. Kev, what's your opinion? Well, I don't think he's dropping down the pecking order too far right now just because they don't have too many faces. Like CM Punk wants to work his way up. And Daniel Bryan's right there with him. It depends who they want to go for the world title, Hangman or uh, Daniel Bryan. But I do think uh, the Dark Order definitely brought him down a little bit too. It definitely hurt his credibility a little bit. And they got to keep him getting away from them. Is that they're totally different gimmicks? Maybe bringing like a James Storm or somebody if you need someone to have his back, which I don't think he needs a group. But 
it sounds like group warf- warfare at AEW might need somebody like that more uh, akin to his styles. Well, I, I personally think we're still leading to a trios tournament. I mean, think about it. You got the Bucks and Adam Cole. You got Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. You know what I'm saying? A triangle. Like, there's so many trios. I mean, even what you said, Jago, like this past week on hitting the marks. Like, the thing is, man, what even the Lucha Brothers, right, winning against uh, the Bucks, they're even hinting off with Andrade as well. You know what I'm saying? And and Chavo offering his services. And Chavo, oh, man, he, he sucks in this role, just quietly. I can't stand I can't stand him. TK, go and get Selena into this friggin' position, man. I'm talking about Selena De La Renta. She so fits that position. Oh, yeah. But, like, I mean, what, I don't even know why they haven't gotten them yet. But, Jago, what's your opinion in all of this still, man? I mean, what do you think? Well, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty firmly in the camp that trios titles have never worked anywhere other than Mexico. Yes. Uh, I agree. Uh, but they're going to fucking do it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to fucking do it. I mean, that, that part seems pretty clear to me. Um, there's another name that I feel really, really bad for watching that segment last night. You suppose Marty Skrulls, like, you know, just like oh. on the corner cutting himself somewhere? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I don't like, blame him, dude. Seriously, it sucks because I'm a big school fan, dude. Is it yes, fair that he's even getting this treatment? Well, I think? mean, that's a that's a whole other podcast, man. Right, um, right. That's that's applying American standards throughout the world, which is exactly you know, what, we, what we do. Um, right, right. As far as like the, the the whole championship situation with with Hangman, um, I, I I agree that we need to get Hangman away from the Dark Order. He shouldn't be a part of the Dark Order. Absolutely. But I think I feel like what that was establishing is like Hangman's like the good guy jock that even hangs out with the nerds. Like, you know, like yeah. he, he's he's that real relatable kind of dude. But if you're off doing cowboy shit, cowboys <laughs> normally work alone, you know? So I, I kind of like the whole Hangman page just off doing cowboy shit by himself. As much as that, like, I feel like Cody kind of exists in, like, the Cody-verse, right? Right now he does, definitely. I feel like Punk's going to exist kind of in the Punk universe. I want to see Hangman kind of exist in AEW, like, all of it. Because Mm -hmm. I'm afraid with Hangman what's going to happen is Stone Cold Steve Austin was always great in the chase when he was trying to get the title. And I feel like that's kind of where Hangman is. But much like Austin, much like Sting back in the day, once they get the championship, you've got to have a run of heels for them to go up against. And I just don't see any heels being made to that level at this point. The only heel I see that's getting made really quick is Malachi Black and Miro are both moving up quick. Is Malachi Black a heel? I used to do it with Cody and the, the Nightmare Family. Well, yeah, Which but, makes I mean, him it, a face in my in my view. I mean, anyone who's beaten right. shit out of Cody yeah, Rhodes, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and that's and that's kind of the, the where Cody is right now, right? Like, I want Cody to come back as a heel. I want Cody yeah. to come back and be like, you know what? I built this entire company for you people. Everything mm-hmm. we have done has been for you people. And how do you people repay me? You cheer when I get kicked in the face. You cheer when Alistair or when Malachi Black kicks. Arn Anderson in the face 
well, you know what? Screw you people. And then have Cody go off on a heel run. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot because I I love that kind of heel. And I think that the best example of that was, of course, Bret Hart with the whole like, I'm not the bad guy. You're the bad guy. Yeah. Which brought the crowd into pro wrestling in a way that I don't think anyone had done before. And I'd love to see somebody as talented as Cody try to pull that off. I'm with you. Kev? Oh, 100. Cody, that's when Cody was at his best, when he was feuding with Nick Aldis, when he first dyed his hair blonde and he was like the evil, evil rich guy. He's, that's, he's amazing at that. I'd love I'd, He should be back in the world title picture, too. They should figure out a way to uh, retcon that rule they had to right. the world title. It's easy enough to do that if you're a heel and you're an executive vice president. Exactly. Yeah, use your power. Yeah, definitely. I mean, at the end of the day, right, it's professional wrestling, man. Come on. You know what I mean? Holy crap. Is anybody else getting just yelled at by Jimmy right now? Is that? Yeah, dude. Your game game got bumped or something. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Shit. Sorry. What about now? Oh, it's super loud. It's uh, echoey or something. That's strange. Yeah. What about now? Can you guys? You're You're all echoed. What the fuck, man? Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Well, that was weird, man, because I don't know why that happened, but... uh. So we're trying to cut a pump, but anyway. <laughs> uh, he was doing his Dan Lambert impression. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at the professor's comment because he's like, my ears are bleeding and that. <laughs> Sorry, prof. Anyway, this keeps Speaking you on. Of Dan Lambert, don't you want to see Dan Lambert go after CM Punk for being a yeah. UFC fighter? Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> that would be fucking funny, actually, man, because he was such a fight. He must have been the worst freaking dude, man. Yeah, I mean, he never trained at American Top Team, did he, Jugger? No. Yeah, I was no. going to say. I was going to say. Because <laughs> that Rufus Sport, wasn't he? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure right. he was, yeah. But anyway, where were we, man? That threw me off before everyone's ears were bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about um, not being enough heels for uh, Hangman to run the gauntlet if he ever does get the world title. Hasn't he already run a gauntlet before anyway? I mean, do we really need him to run another gauntlet? No, we're well, saying I mean, if he becomes champion, he needs some oh, credible okay. so who's the heels. Who's the number one contender to Hangman if he wins the title? If he won the title right now? Yeah. Hmm. Good question. I mean... Other than Kenny, if you don't right. set up heels for the babyface, when the babyface wins the title, the reign is pointless. Yeah, that's true, man. That, no, you're right. I mean, but that, but that's the thing, Jago. What do they do? How how do they come back from this properly? Where are all these guys going to be booked? How high up the card are they going to be booked? I mean, is Adam Cole going to be a main event player in AEW? We know Brian Danielson will be. Obviously, CM Punk would be up there in a roundabout. I mean, like, where do you go from here? Christian's man? already at the top of the card. Oh, Kenny's yes, already right. at the top of the card. Right. Yeah, I mean, how does a guy Malachi's like Lance pretty close to the right top now. of the card? Sorry, Jugger. I didn't say nothing. I said, how does a guy like Lance Archer feel right now? Like, where's he? Where's his spot? Oh, yeah. He's tagging with Minoru Suzuki. I don't think he gives a shit about anything else. <laughs> and I don't blame him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Speaking of Minoru Suzuki, please, Jago. I know you don't have too much time on your hands, but please give us your thoughts on that, dude. That was awesome. It's it's going to be brutal. 
um, because <laughs> I, I, I found out they are doing that match on Wednesday night. This Wednesday? This Wednesday. Which Is means- that an inside thing you, you got, you found out, or where did you find I, that out? I don't know if that's inside or not, but from what I've heard, they are doing that match on Wednesday night. It will be Minoru Suzuki versus John Moxley in Cincinnati, Ohio. John Moxley's hometown. So you can bet it is going to be stupid. Those two guys are going to beat the ever-loving piss out of one another. I saw it in the Tokyo Dome. I can't wait to see it Wednesday on Dynamite. Like those two guys, the whole fight forever thing, totally down. Mm -hmm. It's Minoru Suzuki and John Moxley. Well, before we continue and get everyone else's opinion, Jagger, did you really honestly think that Suzuki was actually going to turn up at all out? Were you surprised? Um, I wasn't necessarily surprised as I was I was taken aback by the pop. The pop yeah, Suzuki dude, absolutely really right. surprised me. It actually surprised me too. Uh, even the fact that they knew the words to his song, you know what I mean? I mean, that shocked me because I know AEW's fan, but and, when, and look, it was in Chicago. It's a pretty much a smart mark crowd right and one of the big pro wrestling cities but still i still didn't expect they i mean when unglued the minute his music hit dude <laughs> like i mean i'm pumped i'm looking forward to it we saw it in new japan that was awesome this one is going to be even better i just felt bad for suzuki as uh moxie was giving his forearms and he was bleeding around the elbow area you know, unintentionally wiping his blood all over his bloody neck, man. But I'm surprised still. Suzuki didn't wipe it all over his face. Yeah, I was waiting for that, but he's probably like, "Ah, oh, fuck that." <laughs> Especially, I'm, I'm scary looking enough. I don't need to do that. <laughs> well, it's awesome, man, because I think finally now the forbidden door has definitely been kicked in. I think from now we're going to see some stars in AEW that's coming from New Japan. It's going to I, be a while, man, because the G1's just getting ready to kick off. True, true. That's true, too. I don't, think that, this, I don't think that a forbidden door has been open. And I, I was really looking forward to it because I'm. you guys know, like, I mean, but both you and Jargo have talked to me about Japanese wrestling before. I know a little bit. that, And that's it. I don't, I'm not a big right. Japanese guy. But, like, I don't honestly think that any door has been kicked open because every single Japanese star who's come over to AEW at this point has had a fight against the exact same guy, John Moxley. That's it. And it's one and done every single time. And that's what Minoru Suzuki is coming to do. He's going to do one and done. He might have another match or whatever. He might stay for two. Oh, my God, two whole matches in AEW. But that's it. To me, that's not the forbidden door being kicked open. That's just, you know, that's what WCW did. Well, WCW, to be fair, actually had New Japan wrestlers pretty frequently on their shows, dude. I mean, come on. Frequently there to do nothing or, you know, like you had the odd Ultimo, right? But even Great Muda was there. Like, I'm telling you, Jimmy, as a person who was not following Japanese wrestling at the time, the Great Muda was a TV title. That was his That was his height. He was a TV well, guy. That was it. He won the WCW World Title, actually, man. In uh, I, WCW. Say, I, I, I think you're looking at the latter years of Muda, Chris, because like w- when you go back to like right. Sting's rise to prominence, the Muda I'm not sure exactly. Sting gets over without Muda. 
I agree 100%. And that's true. I mean, that's, and if you look, the great mood in the later years in WCW was nothing compared to like back in the late 80s, early 90s. 87, 88, 89. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know I was mean? three years old, guys. I don't, I don't remember any of that. <laughs> Do you guys think they're oh, wasting right. Switchblade on Impact instead of on Dynamite too? I mean, I've, I've felt that way since the first time Switchblade showed up at Impact Wrestling. I don't understand that in any way, shape, or form. Switchblade did pay lip service to AEW um, at the New Japan Resurgence show in Los Angeles. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen, potentially even as early as Wednesday. I mean, you could see Moxley and puts down Suzuki and... You could easily see Switchblade Jay White make an appearance there. Um, it seems to me, though, this is all building to Tanahashi. And yeah. I don't think you want to bring somebody like Switchblade Jay White into the company until after you do the Tanahashi match. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. I agree. I agree 100%. But still, it, they're wasting freaking Switchblade's talent in Impact Wrestling. I f- almost feel like he's missing out right now. You know what I mean? Especially yeah, but where would he be if he if he came into AEW right now? Where would he be? Where would he be slotted? He, Get he could line. be elevated. No, I would. I, I disagree. I think he would be slotted right into the main event picture with Kenny because that's the only way. It's anything that makes sense right now. So, he, so he becomes another one of Kenny's goons. Uh, no, 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 no. Like, like to me, to me, you save Switchblade until somebody like Hangman Page has the title. Yeah, but there's history with Kenny right now, though, don't you think? Yeah, but it's still a heel versus heel matchup. True. That's true. I mean, look, it all depends how long Switchblade is going to be around for. If it's short term, then heel versus heel is not too bad, right? Well, it's surely better than Christian. I mean, there's that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Hey, But to be fair... The Christian Omega match this time around was much better than the Rampage match, and that was pretty good in itself. That's great. You know I, mean? I still don't need a three-and-a-half-star Kenny Omega match in the main event of one of my biggest pay-per-views of the year. I agree. Can you, can you, can you tell me the last time there was a Kenny Omega match that was better than three-and-a-half stars in AEW? Because I don't remember it. Well, well uh, I would him and Moxley. Yeah, him and Moxley. I, I How long ago you, was that? You're only as good as the talent that you're in there with. I mean, Jesus Christ. Right. What, what, what's mean, he had to work matches. with? Him and Puck as well, Chris. Okay, a year ago. All right, but he's a heel right now. It's not about five-star matches if you get my drift. Hey, look, I get it, man, but I'm just saying, like, I've, I've got this same question about Kenny Omega as I have since I started in AEW because I've seen his matches in, in Japan, and Jesus. I mean, if you want to watch some really terrific pro wrestling, watch his stuff in, in Japan. He was great. I, ha- I just have not seen the five-star match since AEW started. The, well, like his, I haven't his, seen his... Kenny Omega have a five-star match since he was in a ring with Kazuchika Okada. That's, That's exactly true. my argument has always been, is maybe Kazuchika Okada is the one who puts on the five-star matches. Well, I, I, I think it's a, a bit of both um, because I, I don't see Okada having those matches right now either. It's, it's a matter too. of chemistry. You know, you got to be in there with the right dance partner. Kenny has not been in there right with the right dance partner for most of his championship reign at this point. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, but I like can't I wait said, before, uh, 
Sorry, Kev. Kev. Kev, you, him and Daniel you've uh, walked out. Uh, when when Kenny and Daniel lost me. He's saying when uh, Kenny and Daniel Kenny Bryan, and Bryan officially feud, that'll be the uh, best chance. What Kenny and and Brian Danielson? You said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be Brian great. That'll be awesome. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that will be awesome when it does happen. And they've got his history too from back in the Ring of Honor days. It's going to uh, be uncomfortable because when you look at Kenny's offense, all of Kenny's offense is based around the head and the neck. It is going to be know. very uncomfortable to watch Kenny Omega versus Brian Daniels. Well, and I'm that's glad you brought that point. up. Well, I'm glad that's you brought that point. up. Did you did you guys check out what uh, what he said about why he left WWE? Did any of you guys mm-hmm. catch that? I did. You and that just yeah, because Vince is too. Shouldn't that tell you already? That should ring alarm bells. Yeah. And uh, as they should be, let's be fair. You know what I mean? I mean, the guys aren't getting any younger. I mean, what does he expect? You know what I mean? And look how vicious he was w- with his kicks tonight or last night. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, but the first time pumped. he takes a V-trigger to the back of the head, everybody's going to get a little squirmish. Oh, for sure. I agree. And that's always going to be in the back of my head too, no pun intended. I mean, seriously, like, uh, look, man, I hope – Everything's good and he's well protected. But he's got to realize, man, he's lucky to be resting right now, let alone walking. You know what I'm saying? So I hope he knows what he's doing, man. Boys? I'm here. Yeah, me too. I He's going to push the limit, man. He's going yeah, to be very fun, Ron. And his interview afterwards too Sorry, was awesome. Sorry, Tony his his post uh, match interview, his post segment interview last night too, it was awesome. He's ready to push the. What do you say? Scare a lot of people. Help. Uh, I just pretty much said he's like he's ready to fucking kill these young guys. And yeah, he said CM Punk wants to learn. He's like I'm here to beat their asses. I'm here to push the limits. I'm here to like put on five star matches and ready to kick some ass. He's ready to do what he wasn't allowed to do over in the WWE. Interesting, interesting. Well, I hope he knows what he's doing because I'm worried about him. Especially like what Jago said. Right. I mean, as 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 bad as Vince McMahon is, at least the guy cares about his performance. Apparently, he never used to care, but apparently he does no. now. But- no, no, he cares yeah, about right. the he cares about what it would look like if someone got crippled on his show. He doesn't yeah, care. He, about he it. cares he about the potential about. lawsuit for yeah. you know that would come <laughs> yeah, in after lawsuits. Probably, probably. True. I must have been hitting the head a few too many times. Who am I kidding? I mean, but then again, this guy seriously continued his event while Owen Hart died in the middle of the of the ring. I mean, seriously. Rest well, anyway, gentlemen, on that note, I believe I am going to take off. I will let you review the rest of the show. And Jimmy and I will do a bit more of a deep dive this Saturday on the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. And uh, have a good one, Jago. I'll see you Saturday, man. And uh, if you want to find Jago, you can find him at hittingthemarks.com. Peace out, Jago. Peace. All right, Chris, let's get into it proper now, man. Like, uh, let's start, you know, the the proper sort of way that we do things. So hit it, dude. Sure. Uh, like, you want me to do the whole intro and everything, too? No, 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 no not the intro. Just let's start oh, okay. from I the beginning. Like, what the hell? You know what I mean? like, okay, all right, yeah. Intro. 
Okay, let's start off. Um, again, like I'm going off of my feed. So if, if I'm if I'm out of order or if there's something that I'm missing, please jump in because this is yeah, just no how it came I'll through for you. me. Uh, we start off the night with a match for the TNT title as it's Kingston versus Miro. Am I right here? Does this make yes, sense? Yes, yes. Absolutely. Oh. You're all good, man. Okay. And I'm going to be totally honest with you. This was a much better match than what I was expecting out of these two. Um, I'm true. I agree. I think this is yeah, uh, Kingston's that, best I, match since he's been in AEW, to be honest. I, I'm going to agree with that. I think it's a, it, it was that's why I wasn't expecting a very good match. Is like Eddie Kingston is one of the best guys on the mic. I mean, he's incredible, but he's just not impressive in the ring. And I think Miro got a really solid match out of him here. The crowd, I, I helped agree, absolutely. Totally behind uh, Eddie. Yeah. The crowd was surprisingly extremely hot for this match, which sort of surprised me. I mean, I love, uh, what's it called? Oh, my God, Kingston, Eddie Kingston. But like like Chris said, sure, he's great on the mic, but in ring, he's not that impressive. I mean, this this be real here, you know what I mean? But Miro got a freaking great match out of him and possibly Kingston's best match in AEW. Heck, even Miro's, you know what I mean? And it was a stiff match, man. I mean, Miro sort of clobbered him across the head. If you saw, there was kind of a bruise on the side of uh, Kingston's head. I mean, it was good, man. And and um, but the right man went over. Obviously, we all knew Miro was going to win. So it is what yeah. it is. But I was impressed. Yeah, this was a match full of suplexes, chops, headbutts, etc. It was good, hard hitting pro wrestling. Uh, the finish is a low blow into a machka kick and a finish for Miro. Um. Yeah, win for Miro. It was a solid win, and yeah, I think I think Kevin was right. I think this was probably Kingston's best match in the company. Absolutely, and it was a it was a protected loss too. So the crowd was still in it. It was a great opening match. Yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. Right on. So we're all in agreement on the opening match. Next up, we've got John Moxley versus Taco Sushi Hot Dog Sunday. Is that right? <laughs> Satoshi Kojima. Oh, okay. All right. Um, well, I'm just going to go ahead and, 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 and say this. Um, the crowd was not into this match to start. Uh, I disagree, dude, actually. I mean, they weren't popping like the first match, but I think they were relatively into it. I, I don't honestly think, that think either, yeah yeah I, I honestly I feel like there's they're starting to over rely on the quote everyone knows Japan booking and I I just I don't think oh, anybody right. knew who Taco Sushi was I didn't know who he was <laughs> oh, shit. to be fair there's so, right? so many guys that aren't on the card right now too I don't think I would have went with this match either it ended yeah, up being I, a good I match agree with that. but the roster like the, there's Definitely some guys that should have been on this card that weren't. Well, to be fair, they are choo look. They are using the wrong New Japan guys if they want the fans to react. Other than Minoru Suzuki, Kenta is an exception, I guess, as well. But, but yeah, look, it wasn't the right guy if they want to get the pop. You know what I mean? But that's yeah. okay. I feel like they're slowly leading to the bigger names. Like like Jago said earlier, it's definitely leading to a Tanahashi matchup. You know what I mean? And once he appears, I mean, he's the John Cena of Japan. You can't really get any bigger than that, per se. You know what I'm saying? So, to be fair, I think we're going that route. But in saying that, 
sure they, they haven't picked the right guys. Like Yuji Nagata previously and now Satoshi Kojima. I mean, yeah, sure, they're legends. But, yeah, they're legends. They're from yesteryear. And only the hardcores would know who they are. Yeah, it's, to me, this is just yeah. more of a dynamite match. It was a good, ended up being yeah, a great match. I would have this on a dynamite, maybe put a Malachi Black versus somebody at this spot. Yeah, that's true. I mean, where was Malachi Black? Waiting for Cody to get back filming, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll continue, Chris, anyway. All right. Um, The match was fine. Um, It was a good, hard-hitting match between two, like, big, strong guys. Nobody screwed up any major spots. It was... But but I, I thought this was a weird placement because we literally just finished a hard-hitting, slow, classic pro wrestling-style match. We get another one with Moxley against a guy that I don't think a lot of people knew who he was. Um, I, I didn't mind the after... Like, after the match stuff was, was... They got a pop, but I hated the way that it ended. Listen, okay, so I know, Jimmy, I know, I know, like... And, and please, like like... You know, tell me how I'm wrong here, okay? But okay. Um, Mox gets the win with his DDT. Um, right. After the match, uh, Minotaro Nogueira comes out to the ring. Um, no, that's the wrong. Uh, what's his name? Well, say that last bit again. Uh, oh, I said after the match, Minotaro Nogueira came down to jump Mox, but I think that Minori, got Minori Suzuki. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You're a character, <laughs> <laughs> Suzuki, so so Suzuki Honda came out to uh, to jump Mox, oh, shit. Suzuki and Honda. Uh, right. And listen, I, you know how I feel about pro wrestling, Jimmy. So, what do you think I felt about two guys just standing there, no selling each other's shots for five minutes? First of all, welcome to Japanese wrestling, where no where selling is not a thing. All right, so just so we get that clear, that's just their routine. And I know you hate that shit, right? I hated it. <laughs> But that's just the thing. That's also like it's just a traditional Japanese. Should we call it a <laughs> collar and elbow tie-up for for <laughs> our Western fans out there? That's what you call a Japanese collar and elbow tie-up, literally. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, um, Kev. What did you think about this, Kev? I'm losing service, guys. I missed half of that. Okay, well then, um, I'm just gonna end this by saying, you know, Jimmy, I'm I'm happy that you were happy, but um, Jimmy cracked corn and <laughs> you don't care. That's right. Okay, um, moving <laughs> on here. I'm for Christ's sake, right? I'm happy for this, and I'm happy for you, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> oh, you asshole. <laughs> That's all right. Minoru Suzuki will win you over, Chris. I promise you that. Okay, I mean, listen, I've seen some of his stuff from Japan, and I do like the hard-hitting nature of his matches. Um, and I know that he's an actual shoot fighter who, you know, I, I watched him in Pride. One of the like, best, I, dude. I watched him. Right. No, really? Uh, that yeah. dude used to kick ass, dude. Yes. I'm being serious. I know I know it sounds far-fetched, but I'm being dead set, dude. He He's one tough dude. And, and I'll be fair, there's no one as old as he is that wrestles as good as he does, bro. I'm being serious. I think that's right too, yeah. But anyway, let's move on. Okay, moving on here. We've got an AEW Women's Championship match next as Chris Statlander and Britt Baker face off. Um, uh, 
It's a solid, if unspectacular, women's match. Um, there was no huge botches. Nobody screwed up. Both of these women can wrestle well. They're both good performers. They're they're both they're both good performers. I, I feel like Chris Statlander is a very good face. She has the right um, facial reactions and physical movements to endure herself to a crowd. And Britt Baker is inherently easy to boo. She's really good at playing a heel. Um, but I just, I didn't like the mix. Just something about the way that these two mix. It did, it did not have me excited at all. Was it just me, Jimmy? Or like, were you stoked for this match? Absolutely not. I actually yeah. felt <laughs> this match was flat. And I mean, it fell flat on its ass. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, man. As I'm watching that match, I was fading in and out. I just wasn't into it. I was almost falling asleep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Britt Baker, she's awesome. Don't get me wrong. But this match stunk. Yeah. Also, well, for an get Orange Cassidy Women's off my TV oh, screen. Sorry, go ahead, Kev. Oh, there you for are. An you disappeared for ages, Kev. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I lost service, but I'm back. Yeah, for an AEW women's match, it was yeah, solid. Yeah. Um, Chris, Chris Statlander is usually clunky and like really clumsy in the ring. And this is one of her better right. matches, which isn't so much. And the best parts about the match was uh, Britt <laughs> Baker like teasing the Adam Cole doing the uh, the Britsburg Sunrise. You know, that was, was like the coolest parts for yep. me. I kind of popped when she did, the, did that. And then like you knew Britt was going to win Absolutely. anyway. Statler didn't really have a chance, so. I'm glad it didn't go too long. Nothing embarrassing happened. It was, it was an average good match for an AEW win. Before we continue on, uh, 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 we <laughs> also didn't clunk, gloss over in the previous well. match. No, that's true. I agree. I, I totally agree. I mean, she's only been around for like the last three like years pretty much. She's mm -hmm. still pretty green. So we'll give her a bit of time. I think she does have potential. But I wanted to say, why was Moxley wearing a GCW shirt? I know... He's the GCW champion right now. But what the fuck? That's bad sort of – that looked bad on AEW because all the fans were chanting GCW for Christ's sake. I just wanted to put it out there, right? So if you guys love garbage wrestling, because I call it garbage changing wrestling in my opinion. All right? Yeah, I said it. All right? Sure. It's pretty hot for the fucking independents, but give me a break. All right? I'm just putting it out there. But please, Chris, I like continue. it once a year. I can see it once a year. The and, Matt Cardona and match is cool. fine by me. And I think, that even if the pro I think that even if the promotion is hot, hot garbage is worse than cold <laughs> garbage. So I'm not interested. Uh, like I said, garbage changing fucking wrestling, bro. Yeah. Okay. So the end of the match here comes as Britt Baker wins with the lockjaw. Um, can somebody explain to me exactly how someone passes out due to this move? Because I couldn't um, follow that. I assume, uh, you uh, know, their fingers taste like shit. Like, big fingers must must taste like Adam Cole's cock that you pass out. Not notice AEW is doing anything I can think too of. Too much general. They don't want to. Kev, want Kev you're breaking up big time, dude. Same thing. They're relying on it's relying on people out too much in general now. The tap, so they rely on this too much now. It's become a major trope for AEW, honestly. Hmm. 
Okay, yeah, I mean, was... I actually think, it, like, okay, he's breaking up a little bit, but what Kev said, yeah. I think he's right, you know? Like, I right. think he's absolutely right, though. They are relying on the whole pass-out gimmick too much. And again, the right. reason why that spot worked for Austin is because he was losing so much blood that it looked like conceivable that he could have been passing out from blood loss. And it's okay if you've got a choke applied. Like, if somebody passes out because Samoa Joe slaps on the coquina clutch, sure, but... Every move isn't going to make you pass out. It just looks fucking stupid now. I WWE did it too. When, uh, That's why you're getting a round of applause. When uh, Drew McIntyre passed <laughs> out on her care. lock, it's too. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah, look, it's a dumb move. The lock jaw just sounds silly because every time I hear that move being called, I think of fucking dogs biting someone. <laughs> I'm sorry. It only works because she's a dentist. Why the lockjaw, for God's sake? Yeah, because she's yeah, a dentist. Well, that's yeah, right. that's right. it. Yeah. Then why not call it the clamp? I mean, Scalpel? you could just you, we could just go straight to sex appeal and call it the clam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could go there or like the wet clam. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, man, it's fucking silly, like you said, Chris. The G spot, yeah, we can go. Yeah, exactly, we can go G spot. Yeah, but I, Adam Cole can't hit any higher than like four feet with a super kick. <laughs> I really doubt he can hit a G spot. Um, moving bye bye. right along. <laughs> yeah, Adam Cole looks exactly the same size as my baby. I'm just gonna. Um, wait, 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 wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Merci beaucoup. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on here. We've got a tag team championship match. It's in a cage. Um, it's the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks version 817 and point seven. Like, how many fucking times do I have to watch this match, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel, dude. This Fuck. match was so overrated, in my opinion. Uh, Motherfuckers are calling this the match of the fucking decade, even. Really? Uh, really? This I, was just a spot dude, I love, fucking I love fest fiesta, bro. Look, it was good, but it, I, come on, Kev. It I was a spot fiesta, bro. I took bro. a piss and I missed 27 moves while taking a piss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, shit, man. That's fucking uh -oh. good. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. But let's be real, man. Tax on the shoes? Yeah, was, no. But you know I, I was entertained, but it was definitely a get your shit in match. I, it honestly, was get man. your shit in match, bro. And this, really this match actually now. hurt it the was. rest of the card. I mean, it, uh, it, like, I want to say that they needed something to break up the slow plotting match arc that had sort of started with this pay-per-view. But this was just, I mean, I don't know. Like, okay, I'm going to break this down. I like the entrance uh, of the uh, Lucha Brothers. I like the Aztec headgear. Um, you know, they had like sort Original. of like an Eagle Warrior headgear. I like it. Um, <sighs> That's it? I... That's the nice things that I can say about this. Yeah, that's it. That's all the nice things I'll say. <laughs> Look, man, it was a spot fest dream, all right? I mean, the fans were jizzing big time all over these guys. I mean, 
Seriously, you know what really done my head in, but fellas? What's that? The finish. The fucking oh. finish. How do you okay. do a crossbody from the top of the cage while Penta El Zero Miedo, right, was standing in the middle, totally no sales while the Bucks are dead, right? <laughs> Gets the pin, one, two, three. Lucha Brothers win the match and your new AEW World Tag Team Champions. What the fuck? <sighs> Man, it's not just this that was no sold. There was a spot, there was literally a spot in this match where the four guys stood up like in a circle, like <laughs> like they're like they're playing fucking ring around the goddamn rosy. They stand in a circle, they trade chops. I chop you, you chop him, he chops him, and then that guy chops me. We all sell afterwards. Then they all stood back in their circle. They did super kicks to each other. I super kick you, you super kick him, he super kicks me. We all super kick each other. It's a big super kick circle. And then Penta El Zero, El Zero Miedo literally does a kip up after he gets super kicked. Like, no selling it like a motherfucker. I'm just like, for fuck's sake. I did like guys. when they, uh, they super kick each other's. Uh, brothers? Little young brothers? <laughs> the young cucks? I mean, seriously. <laughs> 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 Not friends Seriously, this the unboxer of oh man as long as the fucking AEW marktards were fucking jizzing in their pants then I'm all for it man I mean but seriously let's be real man come on oh. I listen was... Kate and on Jargo's Facebook like Jargo <laughs> I love you I, I respect the hell out of you thank you so much for having us on man no this is no disrespect towards you on his Facebook, he said that that was like a match of the year contender. And I was just like, uh, fuck. Uh, man, I don't know about that, man. I mean, look, it was good. All right. Now put all that bullshit aside, the no selling, the fucking stupid finish, right? All good. It was good. It was a good no. match. No. <laughs> I said, put all the bullshit aside. Okay, we'll put shit. all the bullshit aside. Basically, what happened was the Lucha Brothers made an entrance and then they <laughs> left. That's putting all the bullshit aside. Who does all the Lucha Brothers? Look, even the listeners are laughing. Oh fuck! Themselves. They're gonna go with Andrade, man. Andrade oh. and Javito. <laughs> By the way, uh, I, I've I come up with a good name for their finish. You know, we were trying to figure out what to call their finish last week. The they El can call Chaffa it. Buddy. They can call it El Chafa, which is El Spanish Chaffa. for trash. <laughs> <laughs> La basura. Uh, what about this fucking? Uh, in Greek, we call that absolute trash. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed the get your shit in match. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I, I can't lie. I had a good time. Oh, Definitely man. too many kickouts, too many spots, match, but I had a good time with it. Mm. This match should have been a no sell on the pole match, in my opinion, but whatever. I digress. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I literally preferred the next match, which was a woman's battle royal. And you know things have gone bad when I enjoy a woman's battle royal in AEW more than your tag match. <laughs> well, please do tell 
Chris. You mean dollar I'm the dollar not, for losing match? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go go through this damn match individually because it'll take too long and we're already like this is already a huge fucking show. Um I'm just going to the entire highlight is Ruby Soho makes a debut coming down to Rancid's uh Ruby Soho which is a great fucking song, super awesome good. Song. Um she wins in her debut. She's going to get a, ch- a shot at the championship. And all I have written here, Jimmy, is one word. Cool. That's it. <laughs> I would have had fun to lose it. It was cool. Kill. Yeah, I agree. I agree with I, Kev on that one, man. I felt so bad for Thunder Rosa, man. She so deserved to win that. She is so fucking good, too. That that is the woman that they need to be booking their fucking division around. I don't know what they're doing. Absolutely. We all agree with that. But, you know, AW, they they jizz in their pants when WWE wrestlers fucking coming along. So it is what it is, man. uh, I mean, what do you do? Speaking of jizz in your pants, that match had Penelope Ford, my hometown (laughs) honey. I love for a dollar. (laughs) So tell me, Kev, where does that put Penelope, or should I say Philadelphia's own Penelope Ford? Where, where does that put her she's up got, on, the, uh, on the ladder? She's got $5. She's like in the top 10. She's up there. Carmella in the lead, uh, She's not up I'm enough. Not fan of her. <laughs> she's just always the most naked. What's going on there, Kev? <laughs> Ooh. What, Philly? Freaking Corey Graves is one lucky bitch. Yeah, he's being an asshole now with fans. Do you see that? Uh, well, you know, he, he's kind of got that CM Punk douchiness about him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, you know what? He can't be an asshole. Right. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, and and he's bitter because he can't wrestle, let's be honest. But in saying that, oh, I would be too. that'd be 40s hot. He can probably wrestle in AEW. They'd probably let him. <laughs> <laughs> what friggin uh there's no there's no concussion protocol over in AEW. I mean, come on. These guys get concussed week in, week out. Just ask Matt Hardy. I, I have a suggestion oh, for yeah. Penelope for Penelope Ford. Um I think that she should do like a Jacob Voracek and get the fuck out. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Ooh. that's just get get away from Philadelphia. Um <laughs> that's that's a hockey reference in case you were wondering. <laughs> you son of a I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't take that because the flyers are flying. Or are they? Actually, they made some pretty good moves in the offseason. I expect them to be pretty good. I like the flyers, man. I've got a soft spot for them. They're one tough friggin' organization, that's for sure. We had a chance with uh, the Crazy Eights back in the day. For <laughs> sure. And I, I will say that my home, one of the guys from my hometown of Kenora, Ontario, was the captain for a number of years, Mike Richards. Shout out to Mike Richards. Nice. Yeah, so Mike Richards, and go Hawks. And I don't follow the Blackhawks because of CM Punk, all right? But yeah, go Hawks. <laughs> all right, poser. Uh, go Habs, <laughs> oh, and I will hear nothing oh, else. Oh, oh. That's what and I then, think. Uh, football starts anyway, this week. Did you watch football? You guys not NFL really, fans? but I've been, playing, uh, I've been playing Madden 22, though. <laughs> why? I don't know why, because it sucks. It's terrible. <laughs> it is. It is terrible. Hurry up, 2K, and bring out a freaking NFL 2K again. But anyway, 
Moving Make right a good along. Video game. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Moving right along. Speaking of video games, the next match is nothing like a video game. There. How do you like that? Uh, Ooh, nice. Um, yeah. It was kind of rough. Anyway, Chris Jericho comes out. Uh, Judas is performed via guitar. Um, Weird. Fine. <laughs> Sorry about that. What the hell was that? Was that was that Fuzzy playing guitar? That was Fuzzy. <laughs> That was <laughs> that. See, what happened was Fozzie took your advice and they took all the bullshit out, and that's a Fozzie album. That clip right there is a Fozzie <laughs> album. <laughs> right on, Chris. Right on. Anyway, <laughs> these fucking effects make me laugh. But anyway, back moving right along to fucking professional wrestling, so they say, because I still don't think AEW is technically professional wrestling compared to sports entertainment. Wink, wink. Uh, K-Punk, K-Punk, I don't know what you're on, man, but but he's wrong. But anyway, it, look, man, uh, it is what it is. I mean, I've got not much to say about this, so I guess we move right along. Yeah, this was a match. Um, there was a cool finish. You know, the story of the match was, you know, Jericho retires if, uh, if MJF wins. Uh, it's a cool finish. MJF sinks in the armbar. Uh, Jericho counters into the lion tamer. Uh, the circle come out to celebrate. I'm happy Jericho's not retiring, but I kind of lost interest in this whole feud. Like, can we just Whoa. end it now? What a waste of time, I just want to say, yeah. What was the point of having this stipulation when all those matches that MJF did win was all for nothing, dude? I mean, yeah, this fourth, does not the elevate. The match should have been the pay-per-view match, and they shouldn't have had this match. Absolutely. And I feel like Jericho yeah. is being a little selfish here. I'm not saying he should have retired, but then again, this stipulation should have never been a thing. Because if he did win MJF, like you said, or was it you, Chris, or or Jago? I'm pretty sure it was you, though, Chris. He could use that Jericho retirement thing from now till the rest of his career. That would have been a thing, and that would have elevated him to main event status officially. He could literally no, bring that up every promo he ever cuts for the rest of his career if he retires Chris Jericho. Absolutely. What happened eventually? He's only got a year or two left. No, but you don't get me, Kev. It doesn't matter if it happens eventually. It was all in vain. What was the freaking point? Oh, yeah. I'll I mean, it could still happen two years from now, and fine, good, you know, good for them. And I, I think that Chris Jericho still has enough left that there's not – some reason for him to retire like he still puts on good matches he still cuts good promos but i don't know i'm just tired of it and i'm a canadian i'm literally a, a guy named chris from winnipeg i don't care about chris jericho wrestling anymore and that feud definitely uh, I won't like go that far. And a half, way too long it brought everybody down just because it dragged too long the whole inner circle versus uh pinnacle definitely that definitely dragged and speaking of Inner Circle and uh, the Pinnacle, I guess they are still a thing, Chris. The Circle are? Are the Pinnacle still a fucking thing? The Pinnacle definitely just, not on uh, top. Because FTR was hurt. That's kind of what paused it. So I'm not, I think it, they're still going to be together. they're not hurt anymore, though, Kev. I think they're still going to be together. They'll, we'll, we'll figure it out on Wednesday. We'll see what's going on. Right. I mean, geez, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. But it is what it is. And Kev, before before anything, were you gonna stick around still, or were you gonna run off for Raw? And since we're doing the machismo tonight, 
Yeah, I'm going to run off for Raw. I'm curious to see if this creative meeting had anything cool going on, but I doubt it, but I'm going to pop oh, off. Don't get your hopes up, dude. Just be honest. We'll, we'll get into <laughs> that tonight, though. So, you know what I mean? We'll get into that tonight, yeah. and you're definitely going to be available tonight, right? Yeah, I'll be available tonight, right after right after Raw. Oh, All right, cool. uh, All right so then I'll oh, talk to you cool. later. Appreciate you guys. Nice. Thanks, Thanks, for, Thanks for coming on, man. Nice. See you guys. See you, Kev. See you tonight, man. See you, brother. So, Chris, it's it's back to you and I. And uh, you know what? I might I might even uh, do one thing, Prof. If you want to join us, feel free to call, man. If you have got anything to say about uh, all out, <laughs> were you all in for all out, Prof? Oh Let boy. us know if you like. You're right. So anyway, Chris, continue on. All right. Well, continuing right along here, we've got the match that everybody bought the pay per view for. It's CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Um, Punk gets an enormous chant from the Chicago crowd, uh, which you expect from him. Um, and I got to say, I was wrong. Um, you know, when you and I had talked about uh, him coming back, I said that he looks too thin. He yeah. looked fine. Like He did it, look fine. He did. I don't like he the He the doesn't pants, look though. jacked or anything. Yeah, and the pants are uh, a little weird. But yeah, they are. But he looks like he's got an appropriate amount of muscle. I mean, maybe it's just that he was in there with Darby and no one could look thin next to Darby, but... Right, absolutely. I mean, hey, look, you know what? He did look like CM Punk of old, other than the tights he was wearing. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, that, that's, that's pretty cool. It's cool. He pleasantly surprised me. But, boy, was that match fucking... Ugh, I don't know, dude. It was kind of slow and uneventful to be honest with you but i'm okay with simmering like i'm okay with like the story of this match was does punk still have it after seven years i'm okay with that as being the first you know in seven years like that's a big fucking deal so i'm okay right. with him not just coming back and going for a title or whatever right but it would have been nice to have him in there against somebody who like you thought because of a storyline really wanted to beat him right this right. match always felt like oh i'm in i'm in AEW and darby allen's cool i i like darby allen and darby allen likes me and we can put on a one heck of a match guys just come along for this for this barn burner of a match we're gonna have <laughs> and there was no emotion to it do you know what i mean i wasn't emotionally thinking Oh, like I like maybe Punk doesn't have it because it was like, nah, Darby would just let him win. Who fucking like I don't know. I I had a hard time with it. Well, I agree because this, believe it or not, I was very curious to see how Punk would fare in this match. But get this, Chris, I was zoning out during this match. I was nearly falling asleep. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, damn it, man, why is this match doing this to me? But yeah, hey, bum. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like, okay, so Punk wins with a second GTS. Um, it was a fine match. Like, there's no. Like, I'm not saying that the match was bad. I mean, you know, Darby Allen sold his ass off like he usually does, and right. they did sell the story of does Punk still have it after seven years? As there was a couple of you know near falls by Darby Allen that you know the 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 announcers were able to play up as. Oh, I don't think the punk of old would have fallen for that trick kind of thing. That, that was good. I don't mind the match. Um, I'm looking forward to what they do next. I just wonder if this was the right booking for Punk's first match back. And I think not. I agree. And we've been saying this too. Uh, 
I totally agree. I, I don't think it was the right match. But then again, who would have you gone with straight off the bat, Chris? I mean, really? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think personally, like if it's me, I, I would have I would have taken somebody like a Matt. Sorry, you, you still there? Yeah, I'm there. You stay, say that again because you broke up. Yeah, I would have gone with somebody like a Malachi Black. I would have shifted him over for the first match with for the first match with Punk or a Miro or they've got a number of heels who they could have pushed that would have been good. But I just I don't know for whatever reason this one just came across as like I, like I said flat. Yeah, but if you used if if they put Miro against him or who's the other one Malachi Black. I don't think that's good either because you have to have Punk go over, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, I think you have to have Punk go over, but maybe Malachi then. <laughs> but even him, like he just debuted not long ago. You Well, look, Malachi is a Malaka. I mean, clearly he's a Malaka because he didn't even get booked on the pay-per-view. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd be pretty disappointed if I was him, dude. You know what I mean? But then we could blame Cody for that, maybe. In saying that, like, like you said, the 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 match was all right, I guess. I mean, I've seen worse, I think. But I was zoning out. Like I said, it's good to get for Punk to get this shit out of his system. Whoopity-whoop. But uh, let's just hope, you know, 42-year-old Punk can still – clobber yeah i don't know eyes, i'm i'm kind of expecting time. yeah i mean i'm kind of expecting him to feud with qt marshall after this like oh I, no oh jesus <laughs> christ uh, it's qt uh, marshall all right you got to put the marshall at the end of it all right insane egg get the fuck off my tv cutie you, you <laughs> dick seriously you you train wrestlers not fucking wrestle yeah, he's anyway. The match with Paul White was just a squash. White goes over. It's I. I don't even care. I, whatever. I did not even give a shit. I wasn't even. I was glossing over the match as well, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Right on. This was like a piss break, shit break, eat break. You name it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. I was not impressed. Um, moving on, we get to the main event as it's uh, Christian Cage and Kenny Omega for the AEW Championship. And I just want to point out one more time that the main event is two Canadians. Absolutely. you. Hey, you called it, even though you use a motherfucking Canuckers. <laughs> it's okay, because yeah. I'm a Kenny Mark anyway. <laughs> so yeah. It's all good. Well, and I like Christian, so sorry, Jargo. Please don't take me off the network. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, like, look. Christian's not too bad, man. He's good. And you know what? They put on a show, man, for this match. Even though everyone blew their load at the end, it was just a schmoz. Yeah, but it, it is was what about it is. the angle for sure. It, like it turned into the angle, but it was a good match. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, I think Jargo's fair when he said it was a three and a half star match. It was good. It wasn't. Oh, it was good. It really wasn't right great. About. It, was good. it was good. It was better than I expected. How, how about that? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it's 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 you know what it's two really good technical wrestlers having a wrestling match so they did exactly what you'd expect they started off with some fire they slowed it down they picked it back up they slowed it back down they kind of know when to you know 
build spots and when to when to sort of simmer down so that the crowd starts paying closer attention and then do another spot. The only really great spot that uh, sort of stick uh, stuck out to me in this match was Christian delivering a spear off the apron through a table. That was cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool, no doubt. But still, I mean, it's Christian versus Kenny. Where does Christian go from here? I mean, he just Kenny just essentially put down the Impact World Champion and the Impact title. You might as well just throw it in the bin by this point, right? I mean, I tend to agree. I, I think it's it's always a bad idea. But you know what you could do with Christian is you could is you could just have him disappear and go to Impact for a couple months now. Yeah, you know what? I'm cool with that. I'm actually yeah. cool with that. I mean, that's not a fucking thing against Christian, but. But my God, man, I mean, I don't know. See, the thing about TK, dude, I feel like he's uh, blown his load. Anyone that's a free agent, sign, 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 including Christian. I wouldn't have wasted my money on Christian. I hate to say that because I am a fan of Christian's, but I just feel he doesn't really like sort of, uh, what's the word? He doesn't really fit that AEW style per se. Right. No, I think that's accurate, yeah. But in saying that, I mean, sure, he's a good signing, but he's a great signing for, say, Impact Wrestling more so than AEW. But then again, in saying that, I'll get rid of Big Show and keep Christian. <laughs> but it yeah, is what it is. Yeah, you can get rid of Big Show and Mark Henry. And, like, there's there's about 15 guys on the AEW roster that you would get rid of before you get rid of Christian, yeah. Well, what I want to know is how long is Shad Khan going to be fucking – letting his son waste his money because if he thought if he expects getting into the professional wrestling business is going to make him a profit boy is he wrong because it's nothing but a money waste at first before you even see any sort of profits man yeah no i agree with you and uh anyway the end of the match is a one-winged angel um we already sort of covered what happened afterwards but real quick the elite beat up christian then jurassic express comes down to try to save uh Adam Cole comes down. He super kicks Jungle Boy in the elbow. I'm not kidding. Watch the replay. Yeah, That's I where he that. super I kicked that. him. I agree. Um, uh, teeny tiny little Adam Cole. Such a damn man. Jeez, Adam an, Cole, such, baby. Such an adorable little guy. Well, now now they've got somebody who uh, who Marco Stunt can feud with. So yay. Oof, oof. Brit, who's the walking head job? You or or your man? I'll never figure that one out. You know what I mean? Is she actually taller than him? I think she is. In saying that, man, look, <laughs> we're being pricks about Adam Cole. He's a lot better. He's a lot better than we're giving him credit for. But yes, he is a fucking vanilla midget. Yeah. It is what it is. We're taller than him, right? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And we're not the tallest guys, but we're taller than him. Actually, mm. by a few fucking by a few inches at the very least. I'm six one, so I'm I'm much taller than that guy. <laughs> well, I'm five ten, five eleven, so and yeah. he's what five seven? Yeah, I mean he's a very very small guy. I know that he's in the right company, but I just uh, personally I don't care about Adam Cole. I mean, well, he's he's never moved the needle for seven. me. Nah, well, look, I've always been a fan of his, even pre AEW. I did pop for him reuniting with. With Kenny and fucking and the Bucks because them them four were inseparable, like in the days of Ring of Honor and New Japan. I mean, especially on being the elite. If you're a fan of the old school being the elite, when Adam Cole was on there, it was much funnier. Put it that way. 
So right, right. I'm I'm happy to see him back in that sense. In saying that, I still can't wrap my head around how Triple H let this happen. But then again, he probably didn't have a choice. Yeah, I mean, my my own personal view on like it seems like Triple H doesn't have a whole lot of say in anything going on in the WWE right now. Right. No, you're I mean, right. It's true. Do you think he would let what's happened to Carry and Cross happen if he had any say in it? I would like to think he wouldn't, but then again, nah. Look, there's no chance he wouldn't. He would let that happen. Sorry, there is no fucking way. If I was fucking Killer Cross, I'd get out now. <laughs> I'd say he's fire me, fire me or fucking I, I quit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do a CM Punk, do something. I don't know, man, but get the fuck out before your career is done. Yeah, I mean, I hope I hope I'm wrong because he's he's a star in the making. He really he's, is. He really yeah. is. TikTok, man. I said it. Just give it time, Chris. I don't know. If, I know it wasn't you I was saying, but I was saying on on other shows previously. TikTok, 24-7 champ, brother. It's only a matter of time. Uh, you think I'm you think I'm playing? You think I'm playing, dude? I no, am playing. I don't think you are playing. I, I just like I literally you said that and I was thinking to myself, like, how bad could this possibly get? And then yeah, that's tick tock, my friend. Tick tock. That's pretty much how bad it can get. Uh, anyways, I mean, think about to... it. Before you continue, just think about this, though. Imagine this for a T-shirt. TikTok 24-7 with cross on it with his bondage shit. Yeah. TikTok I... 24-7, baby. Hashtag that shit. I'm now sad, Jimmy. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, getting away from things that make me sad, let's talk about uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, he debuted. Ooh at the end of right. the show and he looked great and i'm happy to he see him did. i'm happy to see him in a place where he can wrestle and where he's going to be allowed to you know go at 100 percent. i just really like <sighs> how can i put this if he winds up crippling himself in aew that will do a very good job towards killing this company and i'm not over exaggerating <laughs> Dude, like I said, I, I, I don't think TK understands what he's getting into, bro. Wait till the lawsuits officially start. Someone's going to do it eventually in AEW. There's going to be some shit that goes wrong. Let's see how he how, if he buckles under that sort of pressure, man. Right now, it's all roses. But that's all right. Roses end up dying. So we'll see. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Roses wither and die too, for sure. Exactly. Um, anyway, like I said, if you want to know, if you want to know, you know, any more about what we thought about the, uh, the reveals at the end, we sort of covered that at the beginning with Jargo and Kev. Um, right. other than that, you know, looking forward to what they do on the, on this next show. And I just want to say, uh, before we go, you know, when we were talking earlier, uh, you had said like, you know, it's pretty clear that AEW has the momentum. And I think that that's right. I think that they do have the momentum. Well, they and- definitely do. They definitely do. And I just want to—I just want to give a shout out um, to that uh, to the um, to the other network that we were a part of, uh, where they told us that we absolutely had to cover WWE because that's what what wrestling was all about. And um, I just want to give a shout out to myself for saying no 
and refusing to cover WWE because <laughs> AEW is clearly the momentum right now. So well, lucky for you because I am covering WWE. <laughs> Yes, you go ahead and do Kevin Panetta tonight on Monday Night Machismo, so look out for that, right? And, Chris, you're lucky because you're the AEW man with me, but, dude, AEW is fucking hot garbage. I mean, AEW, WWE is hot garbage right now too, man. I mean, absolute hot garbage. It's crap. AEW is bad, but WWE is just – I don't know how you watch it, dude. I literally – so. Like I tried to watch Raw a couple of weeks ago and I just I got through about 25 minutes and I went I'll I'll literally kill myself if I have to watch this. It's pretty brutal, man. And look, like Kevin said before, if the rumors are to be believed and uh Vince is really having an emergency meeting with all the writers and shit, mm-hmm. then um I hope something changes because WWE if there wasn't a time to, to change things, it, then I don't know when is because AEW is definitely becoming WCW pretty fast. You know what I'm saying? And uh, let's just see what happens. I mean, it's either WB waited out and let TK spend his money. It could be all a ploy. Releasing all these stars so TK blows his load, then he ends up blowing all his daddy's money, and then next thing you know it, they're out of business. Could Vince McMahon be smart enough to actually think that far? I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I, I just know that there's one show, like there's one company that I actually care to watch right now, and that's AEW. And yes, you know, anybody who's a longtime listener is like, ah, but Chris hates AEW. I don't. I just I hate what I hate about AEW, but I love what I love about AEW too. When they have good solid storytelling matches when you've got a thunder rosa match or when you've got a serena deeb match or when you've got right. heck even i i even think that adam page is pretty good at having like classic professional wrestling matches i've never seen adam page no sell a super kick you know oh absolutely he, hey man he's a great he's a great worker he really is a bump machine too he can tell a good story in the ring he's a great talker the only thing that lets him down really is his size I agree. I agree. But anyway, that's uh, that's the show. AW All Out. It was really good. Um, you know, it was really good as a whole, right? If you look at no, it, was, was some, it was. There was some good matches. There were some cool surprises. You know, this match. You know, this this card was not one where you watch and you're like, oh my god, it's terrible. You know, no, this no, was no, a- no, no. It was better than I thought it, it was. I'll be honest, man. We were saying it was a clusterfuck of a card. It ended up being all right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they I pulled it out. Solid, yeah, they pulled. They pulled out. Definitely, they pulled it out. <laughs> oh, look! If I you get wink, wink, but if I had to give this a, a, a rating out of ten, I would probably say a good solid seven. Yeah, me too. It's a seven, and mostly not because of and like I mean, partially because of the card. There was, you know, the matches weren't terrible, other than that no, 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 no. fucking cage if, match, and. Yeah. Uh, but you know, but the surprises were big surprises. You know what I mean? Like, and absolutely, uh, even though they're predictable, and we pretty much guessed them, yeah. like per se, we expected it. But they still, still, nevertheless, that was still surprising. That was still great. I just can't help but think they blew their load a bit too quick, where they could have saved some of these guys 
for your upcoming dynamites and rampages, but that's just me. You know what I mean? No, I, I actually think you're right, but um, whatever. It was a good show. So, um, good show. Great show. Yeah. It was good. It was- seven out of 10 for me. Maybe, maybe a seven and a half. Not, not if the card was actually organized properly, possibly I could have gone to an eight. But if they had like a four and a half star match, like, like, I don't, okay, well, I'm not even going to do that. If they had like a really <laughs> good pro wrestling match with a great story behind it at some point on this card, I would have said it's a eight, maybe even an eight and a half. But there right. was no really great match on the card. Miro, like for me, the best match on the card was the damn opening match. It was Miro and Kingston, which if you would have given me this, if you would have given me this match listing, and ask me which is going to be the best pro wrestling match, that not, would not have been my guess, like, at all. No way. No way. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. Look, it's hard for me to pick what was the best match of the of the night because I felt like – I know he's going to sound stupid. Everything sort of felt the same in a way, which is not a bad thing. When I say the same, I felt like everything – like, every match was very solid, right, including yeah. the cage match if you take away all the fucking this hurry up and get our shit in, you know what I'm saying? Which literally would cut it down to a minute and a half. Go ahead. Right. right. But, but yeah, I'd have to say either the first match and I'm trying to think, or I dare say maybe the main event because of all the antics that happened afterwards too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The angle at the end is the big part of this pay-per-view for sure. But other than that, I mean, the punk match was, yeah, like whatever. Um, yep. And Kenny and Christian were good. Oh, yeah, it was good. It was better than the Rampage match, put it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not by much, mm-hmm. not by a long shot. But look, the, the 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 angles at the end is what really made that main event in the end for me because then you forgot that match anyway. Yeah. But but other than that, it was a solid fucking cut. It was sol- I don't know how people think it's the best pay-per-view – I mean, you know Mike Johnson from PW Insider, dude. Before I we saw go. that. Yeah, I saw that. You posted that on. on right. HMT. Did you read it? Yeah. This guy has been around for a long fucking time. To say that he's one of the defining pay per views of of professional wrestling. Mike Johnson, no, no. <laughs> Please, buddy. <laughs> I know we're friends on Facebook, man. Even though you got me blocked on Twitter, which I don't know why, but no. <laughs> All right, buddy. Stick to no. ECW from back in the day, which was great. You know what I mean? But, but please. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just no. 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 Um, yeah. So that's it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take off now. Um, thank you for listening. Again, as always. You know, the people who listen to our show, you guys are awesome. We love you. Thank you for, you know, thank you for listening. Thank you for following along with us. If you have anything to say about, you know, the show, if you want to tell us to do something different, uh, you know, we've got a Facebook page that you can visit. And um, yeah, great. Thank you for listening. Jimmy, got anything else? Well, I was going to say, please like and subscribe to Hitting the Marks where you can find our shows but also you please like and subscribe at the PWC network and I said the PWC network where you can find our whole library pretty much on there and uh, in saying that believe it or not Chris I'm still on that other network dude so <laughs> you know what oh. I mean 
but, well, but, shout but, outs to them. Yes, and that and that is Rational Rage network.podbean.com except over on that side of things there's a new concept and it's not PWC PWC is only on the hitting the marks and only on the PWC network but look out for Ring of Rage yes you heard right Ring of Rage which will be a thing soon too but in saying that I'm Chris oh well I'm not Chris <laughs> he's you're not Chris, Chris. I'm Chris <laughs> I'm not Chris that's Chris he's Chris I'm Jimmy T you've been listening to the PWC all our review show right here on the Hitting the Marks network and also on the PWC network. Peace. Peace. Who's the champion? We are. We're the champion. I'm the champion. We're the champion, Sam. Who's the champion? We are. We're the champion. I'm the champion. We're the champion, Sam. Who's the champion? We are. We're the champion.
why me and other people want to come to AEW. Every 
wrestler.
the champ We the champion sound Who's the champ We are We the champ done I the champ We the champion sound Who's the champ We are We the champ done I the champ We the champion sound Show me the stage, we came to work Taught to hit them where it hurts Champions coming first Cause we don't know no second place I'm the one that set the pace Roll one and elevate Celebrate, we've been winning so long Maintain so strong, others couldn't hold on But this, that almighty Cypress Hill shit Stop, I hate it real quick Evacuate the building Evacuate the children, we bringing down the ceiling You comprehend the feeling Champions winning, but it's only the beginning You're still stung, I'm running game the unsung Get it done, get it won Top guns, top notch, top heavy Ready to pop heavy, ready to rock steady We're so deadly, who's the champion? Sound boy, you're looking at him Listen to him, drinking witches brew And spitting venom Who's the champion? We the champion I the champion Champion Sam Who's the champion? We the champion I the champion Champion Sam Who's the champion? We the champion I the champion Champion Sam Who's the champion? We the champion I the champion Champion Sam The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network.